everybody, welcome to a very special edition of the Rad Movie Review Podcast, where we review movies and shit. I'm your host, Riley, here with my two beautiful friends, Alexis. Hi. And Dakota. Ew. And today we are here to talk about uh, a pretty, a pretty, you know, small indie film. You might not have heard of it. Uh, very niche. It's probably only been seen by maybe a couple thousand people at most. <laughs> uh, it's a little movie I like to call Spider-Man No Way Home. Starring Tom Holland <laughs> and Zendaya. Very, very unknown small actors. Very talented people. Yeah, I was surprised this was their first movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, Alexis, do you want to give us a little summary of what happened in this film? Um, it takes place right after, or maybe not right after, but soon after, far away from home. Literally with, right after. It starts yeah. where far from home ends, like seconds and, after. Yeah, and it Mysterio has given the message to everyone that Spider-Man's identity is Peter Parker, and it's just Peter dealing with um, like the consequences of that and how it affects his life and the life of his friends. And in order to um, help get him and his friends into Berkeley, which is the school they all want to go to, he decides Berkeley, to Berkeley, isn't it MIT? Oh my god, maybe you're right. What am I thinking? It is MIT, yes. Also, it's MIT. Also, before you keep going, I just want to say, d- just so nobody yells at me in my fucking Discord DMs like when I spoiled Infinity War on a podcast four years ago. D- this is a spoiler podcast spoiler review so if alexis says something that you didn't know don't get pissed off spoiler i was review. just i was just gonna say <laughs> and so in order to help his friends get into mit our college whatever it is university he um enlists the help of dr strange and he opens up a time portal or something and then he has all these different characters from different spider-man universes and he's got to deal with that and that's what it's about <laughs> that's what it's about okay and, okay, there's your spoiler warning. Three, two, one. Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire are in the movie. They're they in. The best part. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know about the best part. L- let's not take away from the value okay, of Tom okay, Holland, okay. but... True, true. I know uh, their interaction with Tom Holland is the best part. That's fair. That's completely fair. Um, so, I guess general thoughts before we get into, like, deep scene-by-scene discussion. Uh, Dakota, what did you think about this film? It was great. <laughs> definitely one of the best ones that they've come out with. I like. I really liked it, <clears throat> and how they actually did include the other two, and just how they all uh, like worked together there. It was. It was. I thought it was really good. Hell yeah! Uh, what about you, Alexis? I know actually, you have some opinions. I'm a Spider-Man fan now. I actually like. I usually don't care about superheroes or superhero movies. I'll sit through and watch. But I actually do think I'm. Sp- I think Spider-Man might be my favorite superhero now, because of these movies. Because of this movie specifically. I'm surprised it took all three movies because Homecoming and Far From Home are both brilliant films too. They were fine. They were like on the better end of superhero movies, but this one really just hit home for me. I think I'm having a little bit of an identity crisis now. Now that I actually care about, like, now I'm like seeing things on like my Instagrams and stuff, and I'm like, oh my god, so Spider Man can do this? He can do that? Oh, I didn't notice this like, m- like minuscule detail in the movie. Wow, I'm so like interested. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys, listen. She might try to she might try to argue with this, but me and Dakota can both fact check. Alexis cried in that theater. 
I I have no shit. Exactly. Both of you, I am convinced, shed some tears. It it couldn't have only been me. I I teared. It takes a lot to get me to cry in media. I don't think I shed tears, but I did tear up. Uh, No, I I definitely did. Thank you, Dakota. Yes. That's why I was trying to hide halfway through the end of the movie. I, I went through I went through a different stage of grief than you guys did. I I got really angry at the end when you guys were both crying. I was getting mad. He did. <laughs> he did get mad? pretty mad. Why? No, I looking back on it, I, I I definitely think it's a good ending. It's just that it made me really angry because I knew I knew in my heart where it was gonna go in a general sense and I did not want it to go there. So when the pieces started to fall in place for it to go exactly where I thought it would, I got angry. I was like, no, don't fucking do this to me. <laughs> I think I think Riley just got angry to prevent himself from being sad. I think he yes, just didn't I want think, to cry. Uh, so he channeled I went through the, you guys went through the you guys went through the sadness stage of grief. I went through the denial and anger stages. <laughs> Uh, it was so I cried twice. I cried like actually I cried uh, probably too. a little bit more multiple times, but I hit it. I hit the other times as well. I it actually just- I turned around mostly to see how Dakota was reacting. I wasn't mm-hmm. expecting you to be in tears. Like <laughs> that was a surprise. <laughs> I was trying to hide because I thought Alexis was gonna say something to me but for me about crying. I would never. I, was, I would never I was <laughs> I'm glad you just I'm glad you were there with me in the feelings. I was too like focused on myself to even look at you guys. Oh, the only I thing I could to. do was like try to hide my face a little bit. Yeah, I was waiting for somebody to say something, so I was trying to hide so nobody realized I was crying. <sighs> yeah, that I didn't so see good. it. You hit it pretty well, Dakota. You had a good poker face. I did not see the tears on you. It's possible uh, to yeah. I didn't see it because I was closer to Alexis than I was you and I couldn't see you up close. But I did yeah. not see any tears from you. I definitely distracted Riley for you, Dakota. You're welcome. <laughs> We're good. But yeah, so your your opinions, Riley? Uh, this movie was awesome. I loved it. It was great. The team up between the three Spider-Men was fucking awesome. I was kind of sad that I got it a little bit spoiled for me beforehand. Because fucking YouTube started recommending me spoiler clips that people had like taken on their phones during the premieres. They'll do that. So that that was kind of fucked. I I saw the two scenes I saw before the movie aired. Spoiler alert, people! Once again, this is the last fucking time. I don't want to hear a single peep out of any of you fuckers. Uh, uh, the two scenes I got spoiled for me were the scene where Tobey Maguire's back hurts and Andrew Garfield cracks it for him. My bad. That that was the first thing that I saw, and that's what confirmed for me that they were in the movie. And then I also got Aunt May's death spoiled for me. I also saw Green Goblin kill Aunt May before I even walked into that theater. Oh, that was devastating. That was so yeah. devastating. It still hit me, though, because, like, that the was way... One of the, that was one of the scenes I cried at. The way the clip was surfaced, it didn't seem... It wasn't definitive that she was dead. So I was like, oh, maybe the t- video's just titled wrong and she just gets injured. Nope, she fucking dies. Yeah. <laughs> She's dead. She, she dead. She did. <laughs> she get she gets up. She starts walking around. Then she falls down, and you realize that she's been fucking just losing a gallon of blood the entire time. Ugh. Yep. I think what really sells it all of these emotional scenes is Tom Holland. Honestly, I think that's why he's my favorite Spider Man. Because like I I saw some of the other Spider Mans. I didn't see like all of Andrew Garfield, but I saw some of like the first movie. And I saw some of the second movie, just like, but there's something about Tom Holland. It's just like, he looks so young and there's so something so boyish and like, 
innocent and sweet about him. So when he's upset, it's just like it grounds you back to the reality of that. It's like he's like the 16, 17 year old kid. He's just a boy. He's just a, he's just but a boy. And he just after, he goes through so much turmoil. After the movies, when I got home, like I was seeing like TikToks and stuff of you remember the scene where um, Ned and MJ are looking for uh, or Tom or Peter. And Ned's like, show me Peter Parker. And Andrew Garfield's popped up. Yeah. And then oh, can I said, say something about Spider-Man. that scene? Uh, yeah, and then when he said, show me Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire came up. I kept seeing all these TikToks. It was like, so this proves or this shows that Andrew Garfield was the best Peter Parker and Tobey Maguire was the best Spider-Man. And I'm like, no, y'all are, y'all are dumb. It's literally the opposite of that. It was Andrew dumb. Garfield who was a better Spider-Man. It was Tobey Maguire who was a better Peter. But one thing I want to point out about that scene specifically is, so when Ned first makes the portal and Andrew Garfield comes out, we're in the theater. Nothing. Nothing for Andrew. Andrew does not get a peek. Nothing. Toby Maguire comes, comes out, out of the yes, portal. Sir. Round of applause. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> I think because that was the most unexpected. Because like, when what's the last movie Toby Maguire's been in? Spider Man Three, two thousand seven. <laughs> exactly. It was. I was like super unexpected. I guess not. I guess not for everyone. Not but, for like, me. For, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. No, I love that- Toby Maguire. That Maguire is good. Andrew Garfield was awesome, though. I did love... I think he is my favorite. Okay, I guess Tom is my favorite, but Andrew is actually, like, part of my favorite because he's, like... He seems to be the more emotional one. The thing about Andrew is he was definitely... From what I've heard from everyone, he was, like, amazing in this movie. Like, people don't like the Amazing Spider-Man films, but even people who weren't a big fan of those films were like, Andrew was great here. He's His, yeah. his character sort of was redeemed within this film. And it kind of makes me want to watch the Amazing Spider-Man movies. Like, I feel like... I feel like we should just double feature them for an episode of the show at some time soon, because there's only two of them. I'm down. I'm down. Yeah, I think I think next time it comes to me, we'll just do Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2 for the same episode. Uh, I'm definitely interested to see Andrew Garfield's movies, because I think he put on a really good they performance in this one. They weren't bad. I, uh, I'm going into I'll, them optimistic. I like a lot of movies that other people don't like, so I'm optimistic. I'll give them, cre- I'll give them credit. They weren't terrible movies. All of, like, all of them weren't bad. Like, Toby's, I like Toby's. I like them, I mean, I like them all. It's just, each one is just, they, they were better. Than apparently, apparently, with in the wake of this movie, with how good, how well Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire were received, they're going to be appearing in more stuff. According to I, Sony, they're uh, coming I, out with a new uh, Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, Amazing Spider-Man three. I'm hi- I'm hyped to see Andrew Garfield return to Spider-Man in his own yep. movie after I No Way Home. See, yes, I would honestly just see a, like a minute of like or like a movie with three hours, like three hours thirty minutes of like just the three of them hanging out and like trying to interact and just like I'm, fighting. Unfortunately, I don't think we're gonna get that just because they split Tom Holland with Disney. So I think they're just going to use Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire as, like, their Spider-Man, like, just for Uh, Sony. Yeah, I'm putting it into the universe, though. I would love to see all three of them together I'd love love to see a full team-up movie. We might get a full team-up movie with just Tobey and Andrew. That's been rumored. Like a a duo movie. That'd be cool. I'd be cool. I'd be happy to see that, too. Well, there isn't... Wasn't there confirmed that there are going to be three new Tom Holland movies? 
There are definitely going to be three new Tom Holland movies, yes, but they're going to be part of the MCU. So I don't think yeah. we'll see any more of Toby or Andrew in those. But I think Amazing Spider-Man 3 is going to happen. Apparently, from what I've heard, there's rumor that uh, Andrew Garfield's going to be in Venom 3. <gasps> Shut the front. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm so excited to see that now. Oh, my God. Before, I was like, ah, oh, Venom, the second one was so meh. I was like, whatever. But if Andrew Garfield's going to be in the third one, I'm there. Like, opening it's gonna night. Be, it's going to be weird because, like, there's... So they, it seems like there's evidence for and against Amazing Spider-Man and Venom being in the same universe. I've heard rumors that, yeah, I've heard rumors about Venom being in the Amazing Spider-Man 3. Because it's pretty much confirmed that Venom and Morbius are in the same universe. And there's a painting of Spider-Man that says murderer on it in the Mo- Morbius trailer. So I guess Spider-Man exists. But Tom Hardy seems convinced that this is the first he's heard of Spider-Man in the post credit scene of this movie. So that's kind of yeah. confusing. Yeah, because he had, because, because the other, um, uh, symbiote from the other, from, uh, oh, I believe it was, I don't think it was Toby's. No, Toby Maguire did have, um, Toby Maguire yeah. had a Venom, Eddie Topher. Um, yeah. yeah. Topher Grace. Or, yeah, 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 Topher yeah. Grace. Eddie Brock and played by Topher Grace. <laughs> because Eddie remember Topher. in the end, it says they all, like, like the memory from each one is still the same. So, like, it, the Venom has a memory. It's just, um, like, his other, like, the other symbiote from Toby's, like, from Toby's universe. So, like, he knows of him. It's just Eddie, um, Tom Hardy's, like, character, his, like, they haven't met him yet. So it's, like, they haven't met him, but like they live in New York at the beginning. If if Andrew Garfield existed as Spider Man, you'd think they'd know about it. You'd think so. I think I'm going into it with like they have no idea because he didn't know about any of the superheroes. He knew about nothing, so maybe yeah, in his universe they didn't exist. That's why it's confusing. So if they do an Andrew Garfield Venom crossover, maybe they'll just like they might explain it away with like multiverse shenanigans, like the timeline got fucked up when Doctor Strange fucked up the universe. Also, Which I guess I love wouldn't that. be the worst explanation. I love that. That that explanation can do everything for me. I'm fine with that. I'm gonna I will be oh a multiverse? Okay, that's cool. Messed up timeline. I got I'd love it. Okay, let's keep going. I you'll get no questions from me. So one more thing about rumored projects before we talk about scenes in the film we're actually talking about. Um I've heard rumor that, um, so Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, which is the next Doctor Strange movie, which gets teased at the end of this one, um, is directed by Sam Raimi. And I've heard a lot of rumors that seem to think that Tobey Maguire is going to co-star as his Spider-Man as like a supporting character in that movie. Do you guys think those rumors hold any water? Uh, I can see it. That'd be cool. It would be pretty cool. It it makes sense because Sam Raimi's superhero directing career was like entirely Spider-Man and now he's directing this Doctor Strange film. So if they've already got Tobey Maguire over there at Marvel Studios recording No Way Home, why not throw him in Doctor Strange? Get him with Sam Raimi. Exactly. And, you know, I will I want to say this. I know we're talking about future like projects and stuff, but that's how good this movie was that I'm excited to actually like before. Everyone would talk about, oh, this Marvel movie, this superhero movie. And I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. That's cool. But now I'm actually so excited. And I actually do want to catch up on all like the superhero movies I missed. Because this we one need was to do, so good. 
We need to do Infinity War on this show. We need as soon as possible, really. Like, know, even I more know, than Amazing yeah. Spider-Man, Infinity War is important. Okay, okay. Is Wait, was, what's the first one? Isn't it, um... Civil War Civil is War. the one... Civil War. That's where Spider-Man is introduced, but Spider-Man is also in Infinity War. Have you heard about what happens to Spider-Man in Infinity War? I know he, like, he, he disappears. He, he fades away and then he comes back. He does, he does come back, but the way that he fades away... I know, super emotional... Most impactful scene in, like, superhero the, cinema history. The most, most, um, it's going to be the most memorized quote from any freaking Marvel movie. I guarantee it. Oh, guarantee bring on it. the pain. Bring on the pain. Yes, Infinity War as soon as possible. We should really just do, like, a whole, like, movie. We should pick a day and have, like, a movie marathon and just, like, all hang out and watch all these movies. Hell Yeah. Oh, yeah, because there's three phases, like three, um, three phases for the Marvel movies. That they there's have. a lot of. Uh, I talk like I'm an expert. There are a lot of Marvel movies that I haven't. Seen. I've only I've seen, seen a handful. I've seen most of them because me and uh, back when I was in Vermont, me and my um buddies, we like found out the order of all of them. Like because of the three phases, we found out every uh order for all of them, and we were gonna watch them all, like all the movies in order. And I have a list of, I have them written down too. So like the order of how like each phase goes. All yeah, right, so, so it's on. I've only seen the Spider-Man films, Captain Marvel, Avengers 1, Infinity War and Endgame. I have not seen Age of Ultron. I haven't heard good things. Um, and I think that's really about it. I haven't seen any of the solo Iron Man or Captain Americas. I haven't seen Civil War. Uh, yeah, I really have not seen that many Marvel movies. But you see, you see how good that this Spider-Man movie was that now we're like, we're actually talking about and actually interested in watching those now. This movie was good. This movie was better than like, it, it was better than being just a superhero movie. It was like really yeah. awesome. I think I now more than ever want to watch all of them. And we de I definitely want to talk about specifically at least Infinity War and the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man films on this show. I know the Andrew Garfields aren't in the MCU, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so, specific scenes from this film. How do you guys feel about... This is the first big scene in the film that I can remember. How do you guys feel about Doc Ock's introduction? Because I thought that was fucking rad. I loved it. I loved it. It was I, so cool. I, don't know, I liked uh, Green Goblin's entrance a little better. Yeah, I mean, he did have a pretty cool entrance, but I think, I think Doc Ox is more impactful. He just fucking shows up starts wrecking shit, sees Spider-Man and says, hello, Peter, and then just fucking just goes at him. Oh, that was awesome. I thought he was, he was like my favorite bad guy. Honestly. I thought he was really I cool. I don't know. No, Electro. Jamie Foxx is Electro. I, I don't know I, if he's my, he, I, I love them all, but I think, I don't think you can topple him to foes Goblin. I, I don't think was, you can. He was great, definitely. Oh, I don't know. But, but, but him and Doc Ock together, I don't know. I liked, I liked Doc Ock because he was like, I don't know, he was just some, he was like funny, but like seriously mean, like genuinely mean. And that was like just his personality. Like that's just who he is. I think, but like with that issue with like this, you know, I guess spoiler alert with that, like Peter helps him to fix with like that chip being messed up. But like, that's genuinely him like on a bad day. And I thought that was just like hilarious. Like, 
I, there's just something – maybe it's just the tentacles, honestly, if I'm being honest. I thought they were cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Alexis seems to have a vested interest in certain aspects of villains. Um, but I think it's just interesting. It's a cool – it's just a cool concept. I think I think Willem Dafoe and Alfred Molina definitely do steal the show villain wise, just because I think they pr- I think those two probably have the most acting chops out of any of the villains. Like I don't think I don't think Jamie Fox Jamie Fox is great, but I don't think he oh, has. No, yeah, Jamie Fox has been in a lot, but he has, but I don't think he's like as big of a name as Willem Dafoe or Alfred Molina. Like th- like those two are big deals. What were you guys' uh, favorites? Favorite scene. Oh, we can't oh, talk about favorite wait, scene yet. We do it at the end. <laughs> I will say there, there were parts in the movie where I was like, that whole issue. Uh, okay, here's the big question. What would you do? Would you do what Peter did? Or would you just like do what Doctor Strange had to do? Because I would have, boom, gone. I would have hit the button and they'd be gone immediately. I mean, if I was in that situation, I probably would do that too. But that's why it's so endearing that... Tom Holland chooses to be the hero because that's that's what makes Spider-Man Spider-Man. He wants to save everyone. He can't, but that is his desire, and he will do everything in his power to get as close to that as possible, including helping these terrible villains. And I, I think it's really touching, and I think it really proves how good of a Spider-Man Tom Holland is, despite despite people's complaints that maybe he isn't the same character he is in the comics. I think he got a lot closer in this movie. I feel I feel that I get that. Yeah. What about you, Dakota? What would you do? Would you try to save them or would you send them away? I mean, I think I would have done what Tom did, just because I feel like <clears throat> it definitely was like a life lesson. I feel like because when he wasn't going to at first, and then May talked to him, and May like when May talked to him, it definitely like pushed him to do that, and I feel like it definitely helped him along with them because it helped. I mean. When he helped Doc Ock, you could see the difference there at the end. Um, and then, you know, Aunt May died for it. She she yeah. said they needed to help him, and then I mean, she died for it. Yeah. And, that- and then that's where Tom, like, said he was going to send it back. But he knew he was doing the right thing. Um, no, I definitely wouldn't have done what he did. Yeah, and I think that's that's another, like, big Spider-Man thing is... Having gotten more into Spider-Man media as a result of watching Homecoming and Far From Home, I know a lot about, like, the fundamentals of the character in, like, other media. And that's kind of what Spider-Man boils down to in a lot of his stories, is for the greater good, losing the people and the things that he cares about most. He helps these people who he doesn't even know and gives them the chance to live a better life, but in exchange, he loses his aunt. Which is just the kind of thing that... Spider-Man always deals with is losing but the people is, he loves to save the greater, greater good. good. Is that the greater good? I, the greater good would have been sending them back to their universe where they can deal with their issues because like, I, I was on Doctor Strange's side. Like That was their fate. Their fate was to die. They should have just That's, died. I mean, yeah, I'm but like these it. are people who were bad guys by circumstance. Really, The only person who's like a bad guy by Not choice in, the, in that group is like maybe Electro. <laughs> No, like the- he was he was bullied and stuff, right? I think his that was his thing was that he was like severely he was bullied. bullied by everybody at work. Yeah, that's true. But like specifically with Lizard and with Doctor Octopus and with Green Goblin, that was not a choice that they made as a result of their past actions. It was they were corrupted by a force. Like it's yeah. not their fault. They're what they are. 
No, yeah, uh, yeah. no, Lizard, he had the choice. The sign, he definitely had a choice. He chose to turn himself into that. Okay, I haven't seen Amazing Spider-Man, but yeah, I know I in guess, a lot of media, yeah. in yeah. a lot I of media, not. Kirk Connors turns into the Lizard by then. I don't know if they changed that in the we, Andrew Garfield Yeah, movie. I guess we can't really talk about these no, until yeah, we watch, watch the other ones. You gotta watch him, because he definitely, he, because, like, he was kind they were kind of saying, he was kind of, like, pointing at it there when they were all in Doctor Strange things, like, that he could, he's saying he can turn him into a lizard, too, because of, like, the power and stuff. Because he was, in The, the Amazing Spider-Man, he was dying, so I, I, if I remember right, he was dying, so he turned himself into that to keep himself alive. He turned alive. himself into the lizard. Okay, so, the reason, I've seen other Spider-Man stuff, and in the Spectacular Spider-Man cartoon, which is the only media where I've really seen the lizard, Kurt Connors is a nice scientist who lost his arm somehow, and he uses lizard DNA to regrow his arm and then accidentally turns into the lizard. That's the story there. But I guess it's different in the movie. Well, we'll, we'll find out when we watch it, and then we can have a yeah, deeper discussion on these guys. But I thought oh, the whole movie, like, the fight scenes were epic. Like, because I, I remember, like, people telling me that, like, Peter Park, like, Spider-Man is incredibly strong. Like, he is so strong. I remember one friend was like, he can punch a face off of a face. He can literally punch someone's face off of their head. Like he is so strong, but he just like contains it. But seeing these, he has super scenes, strength. He ta- he stops a train in he, in Spider Man Two. He stops. Yeah, but I mean, like seeing him fighting, like I could feel him fighting, like with the with Green Goblin. Like he was using all, like it maybe not all of it, but like that. I think that was the most in all the fight scenes where I was like, whoa, he's going for it. These fight scenes are like intense. I really, I definitely really enjoyed seeing that and seeing how, like, I I just love, even though he is a kid, I don't want to see him get hurt, but I love when Green Goblin was just, like, giving it to him. Like, no care. Just, like, I don't care how old you are. I'm going to destroy you. I thought that was pretty cool. Definitely. um, uh, There's a lot of good fight scenes in this movie. Uh, Spider-Man versus Doctor Strange. That that was pretty um, awesome. But would, would he, you even really consider that a fight scene? I mean, yeah, they, they fought. He was trying to get the box. Doctor Strange wasn't having it. He fucking took him to the mirror dimension. <laughs> and they, and they he fought. Used, he used math to get out of it. He used the power of math to defeat Algebra. Doctor Strange. <laughs> That isn't really that cool. what he was? Isn't that like what he was doing while Ned and was, Ned and MJ were trying to find him? Like he was in the middle of that fight. No, no, yes. everything when they were no when they were looking for him, um, it was everything with Aunt May was happening. Oh yeah, you're right. Oh, but so, uh, so good. Yeah, Just it is so really, good. There's so much good. They do the they do a little homage to the Spider-Man pointing meme. I, I don't oh, know if Alexis yeah. is familiar. I'm sure. I, I'm sure I'm, Dakota I'm is. Familiar. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, they do a little homage to that when they're in the lab working on the cures because they they try to cure all the villains. It's the climax of this movie. They they try to cure all the villains in a big fight scene. And when they're in the lab working on all the cures, uh, Ned tries to get I believe Tom Holland's attention, and he says, "Hey, Peter!" And then all three of them turn around and they're like pointing to each other, like, "We're all Peter. Who are you talking to?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was uh, this was such a good movie. This was honestly, it was so good. Which is like such a surprise. I just can't get over how actually good it was. Yeah, definitely. Even though I feel like that scene was kind of unnecessarily weird. 
Like, I feel like that's a little too stupid for even Ned, because all he has to do is say, my Peter, and then it's immediately apparent that it's Tom Holland. <laughs> yeah. But he says, Peter Parker? It's like, yep, so we're all still Peter Parker. <laughs> I mean, but that, it reminds me of, like, being a kid. Like, I remember one time, like, my name's Alexis, and there's not that many Alexises that I've met in my life. So I had this one friend, and her sister was named Alexis, so she made us stand next to each other, and she said, hey, Alexis, and she made us both at the same time say, who, me? Like, because she thought funny. it would be so funny. So I, I, it just reminded me of, like, that. Like, what are the chances you're going to find, like, three Peter Parkers and just say, like, hey, Peter. It was just, it was cute hijinks, cute, funny stuff. Yeah, definitely. Also, oh, MJ was so amazing in this movie. Oh, oh my oh, God, Zendaya. Man. Listen, I've actually never been that big of a fan of MJ. Like, she was a lot better in the second one than she was the first. It sold me. This sold me on Zendaya. Which, which is sad, because with the ending, I don't know if Zendaya's going to be MJ anymore. Because I feel like... So, for those of no, you who don't... Who, those of you who don't know and don't care, uh, huh? the, huh? the ending of really this movie much. has... Uh, Peter having everybody forget who he is to save the world from a bunch of oh, villains geez, coming into it. it. Hold on, we're gonna just sort of mute Dakota for just a second. People talking in the background. Uh, <laughs> so the it ends with everybody forgetting who Peter is, including Ned and MJ. And Peter was gonna go tell them who he is and like try to patch up everything. Uh, but then in the end, he decides not to because he realizes. You know, they got to MIT and their lives are probably better uh, without him. And I think my theory at that point is it's setting up for them to just introduce the usual Spider-Man cast. Like they're just going to have Peter meet like a Mary Jane Watson and meet a Harry Osborn. And these two yeah. aren't going to be in the movies anymore is probably what's going to happen. <laughs> I would be so devastated. I think I would stop they watching. Even, they even tease Harry because like... Green Goblin's, like, describing, like, oh, my company doesn't exist, I don't exist. And then he says, my son is, but he does not finish that sentence. Implying that Harry Osborn just might exist in this world. Oh, so I, I think... We've got to wait a few, out, a few years, I guess, to find out. Um, guys, I gotta, I gotta go. I'm getting yelled at to go eat. Oh shit! Well, well real quick, okay. tell us your rating. Real quick, tell us your rating. Yeah, rating, rating ten, ten, obviously. Okay. A favorite favorite character. Um. Yeah, that's tough. Actually, I think in this movie, May. Honestly. Oh. Okay, that's fair. Okay, and then favorite scene. Ah, uh, the rooftop scene where they're out talking. Oh, or that's on the a good school. one. Oh yeah, yeah, that is really good. But, all right, all Dakota. Right. Well, thank you for joining us today. Yeah, later, guys. Later. And then there were and two. Okay. I was just going to say that. You took. <laughs> <laughs> we all knew this was going to happen one day. I thought he was going to have to do this with the Shaun of the Dead show, but he avoided it then. But, but now is the reckoning. Um, all right. What else is there to talk okay. about? I feel like there's definitely a lot more to talk about. Um, were there any parts that you didn't like? Besides the, like, hey, Peter part? Not that you didn't like it, but you thought it was too no. silly. Um, so, I complained in the theater about the ending. Yeah. 
because I knew it was coming and I didn't want it to happen. And I was, I was almost considering like shitting on this movie in this podcast. But thinking about it a little more, I'm like, no, this was a really good ending. I'm just a, a baby, and mm-hmm. I want Peter to have his friends, but he doesn't. I think he'll definitely get them back. I mean, at least I hope. I hope so, too, but, like, just knowing, like, how much people are annoyed by MCU Spider-Man for being different, now that they've reset the whole world, I don't see why they wouldn't just cast a Mary Jane Watson and a Harry Osborn. And just forget about Ned and MJ, especially because of how this ends, where Peter just kind of lets them live, his, live their lives without him. But that's the thing, he's got to figure out how to fix it because everybody doesn't know him. Like, nobody knows who he is. He's just, he's- it's going to be the same thing as, it's going to be the same thing as, like, Spider-Man 2, where, like, he's just, like, he's poor, he's, he goes to college, but he's lazy, but they think he's lazy because he's too busy being Spider-Man. Then Spider-Man 4 is just going to be Spider-Man 2. That's, that's my... Tom Holland's Spider-Man 4 is going to be the equivalent to Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man 2. That is what I'm calling. Okay, okay. Oh, maybe he'll meet, like, his own Gwen Stacy or something instead. His own Gwen Stacy or his own Mary Jane. That's what I foresee. There's going to be either a Gwen Stacy or a Mary Jane Watson, and there's going to be a Harry Osborn. Okay, okay. You know, I actually need to watch Doctor Strange now, too. I should have watched that before we saw this movie. I guess, but, like, I don't think it's necessarily required watching, just because... Doctor Strange is in the movie. I don't think you have to see his films. Okay, good, because I didn't want to, but... <laughs> I mean, we're, if we're going to marathon Marvel movies, Doctor Strange is for sure on the list, but... I'll do it, I'll do it during the marathon. But, um... What was I going to say? So, one thing I think this movie misses out on, just because of unfortunate real-life circumstances... So, in the Tobey Maguire films, right... Uh, one of the villains in Spider-Man 3... We don't get any Spider-Man 3... Well, no, we get Sandman. We get Sandman as a Spider-Man yeah, 3 yeah. villain. But who we don't get is Spider-Man 3's Goblin. Because, <laughs> uh, unfortunately, James Franco, not... Maybe not a great guy, allegedly. <laughs> and, th- and thus, they did not cast him in this film. And I think we really missed out on, on what could have been an amazing character thing for Tobey Maguire if we had gotten Harry Osborn from before he died returning in this movie yeah that probably would have been cool but i think we would have what would we have him and willem dafoe uh yeah that would be awesome too willem dafoe's his father we get we get goblin versus goblin that would have been sick that would have been cool but that might have been too much there wouldn't be enough time to like there wouldn't be enough time in the movie to like i think you could have made this i think you could have made this movie as long as infinity war and it would have been still been awesome especially if James Franco was in it, and we got Goblin versus Goblin. Yeah, that would have been cool. Good, but I definitely would not have him... I wouldn't pick James Franco over Willem Dafoe. I'd only want it both. Oh, yeah, definitely both. If, if we were... Well, I would, I would pick James Franco over Sandman. Because I think it would go movie, like, villains by movie. Because there was, there was Goblin oh, for yeah, Spider-Man yeah. 1, Auk for 2, Sandman for 3. I would definitely choose... Harry Osborn over Sandman, but I would not choose Harry Osborn over Willem Dafoe, Green Goblin. Sandman didn't do a lot in this movie. <laughs> no, but maybe he just, like, because his whole motivation was, like, to see his daughter again. So maybe I think it humanized the villains for Peter, like, before even Aunt May. Like, so that it was easier for Aunt May to convince him to, like, help them. Definitely. Yeah. And I think the, it, it goes to show... I don't think Sandman was a villain when he died. 
And that makes sense because he immediately starts helping Peter when he meets him. They fight Electro together. But then suddenly he's like, oh, I don't know you. And then he becomes a villain again. And then even when Tobey Maguire shows up, that doesn't change. Yeah. Which is weird. Because it's like, oh, I don't trust you because you're not the Peter Parker I know. And then the Peter Parker he knows shows up and he still teams up with the bad guys. I think it was just like Electro got in his head. That, that like, might be. Yeah. And I think all the, all like, even like Green Goblin got in his head, like when he had that like evil speech in the apartment, you know? I think that, it was yeah. Just- yeah, I could definitely see that. But yeah, his whole motivation, I think it's like, yeah, maybe like all of them aren't really villains. Like, you know, they're, yeah, I think you were right. They all like are victims of circumstance. At least he definitely is. Yeah, uh, Sandman's definitely a victim of circumstance. Uh, so, so was Green Goblin. He was just like a businessman. And then he, he was about to lose everything. So he ran an experiment on himself instead of like bringing it back to formula. And that's how he turned into Green Goblin. You see, I would call that a choice. He chose to experiment on himself. Sure, but he didn't know what it was going to do. He didn't know it was going to turn him into a psycho. He was just like, oh, I might die or something, but but it's better than losing my company. And then he turns into a psycho. And then he dies and loses his company. Well, that's life for you. He loses his company, yes, because he dies. Yeah. (laughs) Can't can't have a company if you're dead. Yep, there you go. So it's a lose-lose situation. Well, I guess technically he didn't lose his company because he got to keep his position and then he, it was passed down to Harry when he died, which meant he would have had to keep it up until that point or else it wouldn't have gone to Harry in the first place. Because Harry owns Oscorp in Spider-Man 2. Yeah. So he kept his company until he died. So I guess good job. <laughs> good job, Norman. <laughs> yeah. Like, so now should we do the favorite scene character rating? Uh, I- I don't want to. I don't want to forget anything. So I, I, I just want to think for a second, see if there's any particular scenes that I want to talk about that I'm missing. Um. Oh, I guess the the big climax of the fight. I definitely want to discuss. Um. Where, uh, Tom Holland is ready to just fucking stab oh. Green Goblin with his own glider, which is an amazing like parallel to what happens in the original Spider-Man, where he accidentally stabs himself with the glider. Peter just fucking picks the thing up and is ready to jab it into his chest. And then Tobey Maguire Spider-Man stops him and then gets stabbed by Green Goblin. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fucking crazy because it's like, again, the heroics of Spider-Man saving everybody. He saves his worst enemy and then gets stabbed for it. (laughs) That's that's Spider-Man for you. That's that's just (laughs) Spider-Man. Uh. Yeah, this all makes me, like, just like Spider-Man as, like, a hero in general, like, more than I ever thought I would. Spider-Man is so good, and there's so much good Spider-Man media. I'm gonna fucking... Because I know you're down for it. I'm going to force Dakota at gunpoint to watch Spectacular Spider-Man so we can talk about it on this show. (laughs) in, In the fight scene, it's not my favorite scene, but it's a scene that I love when Andrew Garfield's like, I love you guys. I love... And they're like... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, Thank you. Yeah. Oh my god. I was like, that's so me. That's that's me. I would do that, and then nobody would say I love you back, and I'd be sad. But keep going. That would be um, so, so cute. Yeah, and the scene where they're kind of pumping Andrew up. Yeah. Because um, I think I, I think that was really cute because it was like it was kind of a parallel to the real world where everybody hated Amazing Spider-Man and loved the other two, 
where where Andrew Garfield's like, uh, I don't think I'm a very good Spider-Man. And then Toby and Tom are like, no, man, you're awesome. You're amazing. Yeah. Oh, you see, that's why I would watch like a whole series of just the three of them hanging out and doing things. Oh, that would be so good. I, I really hope that someday that could be in the cards. But, you know, companies and money and yeah. corporations. <laughs> I, love, I love how they address the um, Tobey Maguire being able to um, make his own webs. Yes! <laughs> and they were like, what? Does it come out of any other places? What? <laughs> yeah. That that was really good. Ah, oh, this movie was just so good. It was so great. I think this might be... Oh, no, 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 we'll get to it. We'll get to it in the rating. We'll get to it in the rating. Um, I guess uh, we'll talk about favorite scene, favorite character, blah, blah, blah now. So, Alexis, favorite scene. Go. Okay. Um, my favorite scene... I think the ending. The ending was so sad. The scene where um, where Doctor Strange is like, say, you know, where he's where Peter's just saying goodbye to his friends and they're emotional. And then like MJ says, I love you. And he's about to say, and she's like, no, say it back when you see me. It was just like, oh, my God. The tears. Oh, I couldn't no. control. It was so sad, but so beautiful because it's like such a hopeless situation. And this is someone who is so like such a bummer all the time. She doesn't like put her hope into anything. She doesn't have faith in anything. She's always like, everything is going to be messed up. And here she's like, no, I have faith in you that I'll hear you say I love you when you see me again. It's like an ultimate act of like optimism and faith. And she just like gives it in that moment. I was just like, oh, oh my God, this is so sad. I love it. This ending, it fucks with me so much though. Cause like, I think about it from like a grand timeline perspective and it, and it hurts my, my heart and my brain. Cause it's like, all everything that happened pretty much didn't happen. Yeah. Like who who happy doesn't remember him? Tony Stark's family doesn't remember him. And Tony nope, Stark is yeah. dead. But like if if Tony Stark got brought back, would he remember him? That's his nope. fucking like adoptive dad. And they fucking yeah. fought an alien together and then he died. Like oh. I think about I think about the ties to Tony Stark and his family Avengers and I'm like all of that's gone now like all the emotional weight that Peter Parker had concerning the Avengers is completely erased which is kind of a good thing at the same time so now he can act like he just he doesn't have to worry about them or like fitting into like oh I have to be a superhero like the Avengers role he can he can be his own type of superhero now yeah what I guess is what Spider-Man is all about like Spider-Man in the comics is definitely only in the Avengers very occasionally and is mostly his own hero which is what they're going for here and what people kind of wanted because the detractors of the previous film uh, like the people who like really hate it because they're like comic buffs and they don't think it matches their biggest criticism is they always say oh Spider-Man in this in this scenario is just Iron Boy Jr. Like he's he's just Iron Boy. <laughs> He he's not as he's not his own superhero. He's tie he's tied too closely to Tony Stark. But I think within the confines of the MCU being a connected universe, I think that was a genius choice. Yeah. So it's kind of sad to see those connections like at this point fully severed because it's like even if they even if they sign Robert Downey Jr. another contract and then they bring Iron Man back to life, which I'm sure is definitely on the table. Characters get brought back to life all the times in the comics. It's just whether they could sign Robert Downey Jr. for more movies. If, if, if Robert Downey Jr. comes back as Iron Man and does not remember Peter Parker, that will shatter my heart. Oh, no. 
I hope it happens. Just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's your favorite scene? My favorite scene... Oh, it's so hard. Oh, there's so many good scenes. Oh. Um... Damn, I'm really, I'm really struggling to pick just one. There, there are so I know, many. I know, um, I know. I guess I'll give it to. Mm, damn it! <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Okay, there's so <laughs> many great scenes. I guess I'll just give it to the final fight. I mean, the the final fight is pretty awesome. Uh, curing all the supervillains, I think, was. A way to go with it and yeah i thought it was really good um honorable mention uh, i was gonna say this scene but i feel like that's kind of too small of a scene to pick is um when andrew and toby get summoned by ned's magic i think that's a really good scene oh my god yeah. and then when andrew just like he's like i'm not gonna show it i'm not gonna show it and then he just like i'm not gonna crawl on the ceiling but then he just like l- like holds himself up by his fingertips that was cool and then he actually They're does like, crawl the like, get the webs yeah, it's funny because MJ's like crawl around, and he's like, "I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna crawl around." And then the grandma's like, "Hey, can you get the cobwebs for me?" And then he does, he crawls on the ceiling and he gets the cobwebs. Oh, <laughs> he's so sweet. He's so cute. I, they're all, they're all, there's uh, like I want to say he's my favorite, but then Tom's my favorite, but then like Toby's my favorite. Like, there's something so beautiful about each of them. Oh, they're all amazing. They're all great. Um, but yeah, I guess my favorite scene. You know what? Fuck it. I'm giving it to that scene. Honor- honorable mention to the final fight, but I'm giving my favorite scene to that scene because it's it, it, the impact that it had introducing them to the film cannot be understated. And also, yeah. it was a cute little human scene for Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire and Ned and MJ and <laughs> Ned's Hispanic grandmother. No, Filipino. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Come on, come on, Pretend Riley. I said Filipino. Come on. <laughs> but, um, I get, you know what, there's a lot of fight scenes, so you could pick your favorite fight scene, too. The favorite fight scene, I mean, not, like, because Dakota's not here right now. So your favorite fight scene was the one, the last one? Um, yeah, probably. The last fight scene is pretty great, getting to see all the villains and all the Spider-Men tango. That was, yeah, that was amazing. Oh, uh, the Avengers scene? That, that's hilarious. I was in the Avengers. That's great! What is that? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> that was. I just love their authors. Just like that's so amazing, man. Yeah. What is that? Like that was just so sweet. That's that just, just like. Are you in a band? Ah, uh, that's why I like. I want. I want to see just them like hang out. I wish they could do those things. Like you know how they do those like um like little promos where like they just add like random scenes that aren't even in the movie. Like I just like you know how Deadpool would do like for all his movies. Like, I just want to see random clips of them just, like, hanging out, doing nothing. Like, not even attached, not even, like, canon, not even... I definitely... I I at least hope they do, like, interviews and shit together. Because (laughs) Tom Holland and the actors for... And the actor for Ned and uh, Zendaya do a bunch of, like, interviews and fun little shit together. I hope they do some rounds of that with Tom and Andrew and Toby. Yeah, that'd be cool. I used to, even though I didn't watch Spider-Man at the time, I used to watch Tom Holland and Jake Gyllenhaal interviews together because it was so funny. I've seen, I've seen some Tom Holland. Tom Holland is a great interview, especially with any of his co-stars. He, he had a, he had a habit of calling Robert Downey Jr. dad in interviews. (laughs) 
What? It's really funny. It's like oh. a little interaction where he, where he like steals some sunglasses out of Robert Downey Jr. Sorry, and he says, "Sorry, Dad." And then RDJ is like, "Stop calling me Dad in these interviews." And then Tom Holland's like, "He loves it, really." Ah, <laughs> uh, Tom Holland is great. He's just great. Okay, favorite so character. Good. Favorite character. Favorite character. Oh God. Oh, why do I have? The, why did I make up the rules that I had to choose? Um, <laughs> You know what? Okay. Strong honorable mention. I have like a couple honorable mentions that I have to rattle off before I make this choice. Okay. Okay. Uh, so strong honorable mentions to Dr. Octopus. Mm, mm-hmm. Strong honorable mentions to Aunt May. Of mm-hmm. course. Very strong honorable mentions to Willem Dafoe as Green Goblin. And a strong, a very strong honorable mention, I guess to Zendaya too. And and the strongest honorable mention to Tom Holland, because my actual <gasps> choice is Andrew Garfield. Wow! <laughs> I Riley? loved him in this movie. I loved him. He was so Riley. great. The, we are so crazy on the same page right now, because I was going to say the exact same thing with the exact same list. This isn't even fun. I like it when we disagree. <laughs> we have to disagree it's about something. <laughs> I literally, that was my exact same honorable mention list. And that is exactly my same favorite character. Oh, Andrew Garfield. I loved him so much. He put so much into the role because he had something to prove. He was really the only one in this movie that had something. Because Tom Holland, Tobey Maguire, already beloved. Andrew Garfield had something to prove coming in and he fucking proved it. He stole the show. (laughs) Yes, I love Andrew Garfield. We're going to watch Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2 for this podcast next uh, time it just, comes to me. Just to see when he catches MJ and he's like holding her and she's like, are you okay? And he's like, yeah, yeah. Like just uh, remembering when Gwen Stacy died. Oh my. Uh, it was just perfect. It's so powerful. It it's so it good. Oh yep. my God. Andrew, Andrew Garfield. Garfield steals the show. For Andrew sure. Garfield is Spider-Man. I'm excited to see. Go back and watch Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2. And I'm very excited for if they do Amazing Spider-Man 3, which is looking quite promising that they're going to do that. All right, all right. Wait, the big thing is, though, what's your score? What's the score? Okay. This is where we, we're going to disagree. Okay. Because I adored this film. It did not topple Homecoming for me. Wow. Okay. I, this, yeah, okay. this is for sure where we disagree. So, this is a big, epic superhero movie. It's great. There's a lot of amazing things. But there's just something special about this grounded human story about a teenage superhero who's in over his head. It, it just feels so real. It, uh, it, I, it vibed with me so well when I watched it. There's something special about Spider-Man Homecoming. It's so endearing to watch the young Tom Holland's adventure in that movie. It, everything is so well-crafted. I love his relationship with Tony Stark. I love when Ned finds out and they have dynamic there. There's just so much good about Homecoming. I can't, I can't dethrone Homecoming. Wow. Homecoming is and will always be my favorite Spider-Man movie. <gasps> but no, no Way Home is right behind it. So I gave Far From Home an 8. I gave Homecoming a 10. So it's only natural. I'm going to go ahead and give No Way Home a 9. All right. Okay. Okay. I respect it. I respect it. I completely disagree. I think. I think this is the the best. The absolute best. 
It's well, the best. It's the most epic Spider-Man movie, maybe in rivalry with Spider-Verse. But I just think a very grounded, very down-to-earth superhero story is perfect for Spider-Man. And I think Homecoming told that story in the best oh, possible way. We forgot the best part. We forgot the best part to talk about. Are you kidding me? Okay. Daredevil made an appearance. Holy shit. Yes, he did. <laughs> oh, my God. How could we forget that? I almost screamed Daredevil I, made an I have not seen Daredevil. I, I oh was, my I, god! You, I was uh, happy. I was happy that the Netflix shows are finally getting representation in the movies because I, I kind of figured it out when everybody kind of reacted to the to the guy, just this lawyer. I turned to you and I was like, "Is that Daredevil?" And you were like, "Yeah." And I was like, okay. Yeah, I figured. That's why that everybody was, cheered. That was <laughs> epic. Yeah, that was so epic. That was cool. Okay, sorry. I just need to. I I couldn't. I wouldn't live with myself if I didn't mention that. Yeah, that definitely. Was really cool. Um. But, okay, even though we disagree, we kind of agree, because I think I would also give this movie a 9. I mean, yeah, but you gave Homecoming a 7, so it's just, yeah. it just um, by scale, we disagree, but we happen yeah, to yeah. come to the same rating. <laughs> because, because my, because you give, like, anything a 10, and I actually, like, am, you know... Homecoming picky. is the only 10 <laughs> I've ever given on this show. <laughs> I mean, you give anything, like, our our scale is way different. But we do land That's on the fair. same number right now. So, yeah. I, I think this is the first nine I've given. I was thinking about giving it an eight. I was genuinely like, I can't give it higher than Shaun of the Dead. Like, I, I'm going to I'm gonna give it an eight. But then I was like, maybe an 8.5, maybe an 8.9. I was like, no, this movie just gets a nine. It just gets, it's that good. It really, it made me care about If you had given it an 8.9 just to put it under Shaun of the Dead, we'd be having a very different conversation right now. <laughs> I would be very upset with you. <laughs> no, I was, this, it, it's just, it was a good movie. I just can't, it was good. It was just good. That's it. 100%. And I do think this is, again, better than Spider-Verse, and it's the best Spider-Man movie that is meant to be like this epic, big superhero thing. I just think... A lot of the best Spider-Man stories are very grounded in reality, and I think Homecoming is the best interpretation of that. And that's and why I just think, it's I higher just think for it, me. If you're watching a superhero movie for reality, there's some bigger questions that need to be answered. No, 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 no. <laughs> no I'm it's just not kidding. Like I'm, just that. Kidding. I'm just kidding. Of course, I'm just kidding. <laughs> of course, superhero movies are meant to be like mystical, but I think there's something to be said about Spider-Man yeah, just endearing. being a teenager in New York who fights this just like crazy guy who found some fucking robot parts. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, good movie. This was a good movie. Thank you for making this, me care. This is so great. I'm I'm glad that we went to the theater and we saw this and that it made you care about superhero movies. <laughs> me too. I just, me too. I, I see you. I see how big of a fan you've become of Spider-Man, and I'm I'm like so genuinely curious. I need to m make you and Dakota watch Spectacular as soon as possible because I want to see what you specifically think of that show. It can go either way. Either I'll like Spider-Man more or it'll make me hate Spider-Man. So <laughs> there's no in-between. Just kidding. I'm excited to see it too. Okay. Uh, but yeah, good things to look forward to in the future. And um, we decided amongst ourselves, we're going to stop saying what movie we're talking about next just so we have room to make last minute changes if like we have a guest or something. So you don't know what we're going to review next, but we will be back next week with something. <laughs> And you'll so, enjoy it. You will enjoy it, so stay tuned. Um, so yeah, I guess that's about it for the Rad Movie Review Podcast for today. Uh, I have been Riley. I've been Alexis. And, and Dakota, Dakota flaked on us. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll see you next time. Bye! Bye!